Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. This past Sunday was apparently the busiest day on dating apps. Where can you go if you want to meet another bacon lover or maybe a really hairy guy? We've got all those details coming up a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go. A rocket carrying ashes and DNA from 70 people, uh, including the Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry and then science fiction writer Arthur Clarke was launched to the moon and uh, other people are in their strands of hair from U.S. presidents and stuff. And it was actually Roddenberry's son who kind of headed this all up. You know, my father created this show about a crew, about people, about humanity getting out into space and exploring. Well, even though it is somewhat on a symbolic level because it is his remains, he and the First Lady of Star Trek, along with a number of the other cast members from Star Trek, their ashes and their DNA are going to join together and be launched out. Humanity is going where no one has gone before. That's kind of cool. This is stupid. We don't know where it's going to end up. This is It's not your money. It's dumb. Your money didn't fund it. so stupid. It really means a lot to them. And uh, Star Trek is going to help me understand that hand over fist, give him mailbox money for the rest of his yeah, life. Help me understand. It means a lot to listen. Both my parents are gone. And if before they passed, one of them would have said, hey, I really want my fingernails to be launched to the moon. I would have said, get the hell out of here. OK, so you said that and that's their dying wish. Derek, this weekend, I was telling him exactly what I want done with my ashes. What? And he said, no. What do you want? What I said was, I don't want a huge, expensive memorial. I don't want to, because we're hot off a memorial, and it was really sad. And I don't want people to be sad. I don't want people to gather and be sad about me. Um, I want them to take the money that they would spend on a memorial and party and food and all that stuff, get my remains cremated, and then go on a killer vacation and have fun. How are you going to do that when your mom and wife just died? You just do. You have to rally. If you have kids, you have to rally. It's the toughest thing probably on the entire planet to do. But you have to rally. Show my son a good time. Go all out. Five star everything. That's fine. But with that's this so money. different than launching a bunch of hair to the moon. Like And go spread my ashes somewhere fun, tropical. And he said no. He said no. We're having a memorial because people are going to want to Well, it's for the people you leave you behind. T- it's not for you. <sighs> but, then, but then why make a will if people are going to go... Okay, your to your will. face, and then you die, and they do whatever they want to do. will so that there's no disputing where your assets are going to end but up. But it also includes what you want done after Man, you die. It's not so. up to you. Your dead. What are you going to do? That's really horrible. It's you not. have it's to the honor that, the dead. It's the people that are grieving, it's for them. It's for them to get past. It's for if, them to remember you. No, if either of my parents, and my mom had this weird wish that I would have to make come true uh, a long time ago. I don't know. I got to have this conversation with her again, but she was in a different headspace back then. But she's like, I want you to go in the middle of the night and I want you to put my urn on top of my biological mom's grave. So I'd have to dig a hole and then put the grass back on top because you can't legally do that. And she wants me to take it to Chicago to do all that stuff. So I listened to her. Well, you're going to deny her dying wish. I got to talk to her again because I don't know. That was like 10 years I ago. I hope she People makes you do it mind. now since you've got all these weird thoughts. And you know it. what? If if she wants me to and it's a loved one and they're dead, I will do it. I hope she says, I want you to parade down Michigan Avenue in Chicago with my urn on your head balanced in a bikini on a skateboard. I hope she says that. Well, and then I better I learn how to skateboard the, right now. Well, I will start practicing because uh, I'll know, do it. And you have to wear her Crocs while you're doing it. Oh.
A little bit earlier, we aired this audio of a capsule to the moon. It was a rocket carrying ashes and DNA of 70 people, one including the Star Trek creator who's John uh, Roddenberry, Gene Roddenberry, sorry, and his son is the one that kind of headed this whole thing up. There are 70 people, like DNA from them, hair and everything like that, strands from three U.S. presidents, Eisenhower, Kennedy, Washington, they wanted to put it out to the universe. You know, my father created this show about a crew, about people, about humanity getting out into space and exploring. Well, even though it is somewhat on a symbolic level because it is his remains, he and the first lady of Star Trek, along with a number of the other cast members from Star Trek, their ashes and their DNA are going to join together and be launched out. Humanity is going where no one has gone before. So stupid. He's honoring his late loved one. And I think that that is so cool. And I think that it's necessary. Uh, Sandra had texted. My dad wanted us to go spread his ashes in Montana. It was his favorite place ever, but I just couldn't. We have him buried on our family property under a tree. We have a bench there too, so we can visit him. I selfishly wanted him nearby. My sister wants half of his ashes to fulfill his wish, but I just can't in my mind. I took care of him for the last Four years of his life, she did nothing. I heard a lot of I and me in there. I just think if it's someone's last will, last idea of what they want done with their body, and you don't do it, that's a little weird. I think it's weird when you say you want something done when you're no longer on this plane. You know what I mean? Like it's the last thing you're gonna ever do for this person. But it, so but it's it should kind be of what like the they wanted. Like it should be what they want to do with you. You know what I mean? Like you're gone. You're all, like depending on what you believe, right? Maybe you're coming back as a hippopotamus. Maybe there's nothing. Maybe the lights go out and it's over. Uh, I'm a little bit more of a believer. I'm a spiritual guy that there's something beyond this, right? So I don't think I'm going to care about this old beat up body anymore. I think you do whatever's going to make you happiest. Well, if the person that died does care about what their body is going to be after care? they're done. Then, then they should have what they want done with it. Sandra, I would, I would give up half. I would take the urn, divide half, because it's what he wanted done. And then you can keep a little bit for yourself. I don't mind that. I would just hope my family doesn't go into crippling debt to give me some kind of a right. big service and coffin and all that. To me, that's, I think this is over. Yeah, yeah. This body is no good anymore. Uh, take what you can for somebody else. Right. I'm happy to do that. But then off you go. Travis, tell us about mom. Uh, so we talked about what she, what, what she wanted done when she passed away. And she wanted to be taken somewhere warm and had her ashes, ashes spread. So she died unexpectedly, and uh, that's exactly what we did. We had a, we had a small memorial, um, but it, wasn't, it was very intimate. It wasn't uh, anything huge. And then um, a year after she passed, uh, we, we took her to Hawaii. Nice. So the money that you would have paid to have like the huge blowout you probably used for this trip. Yeah. And I would say the trip was, was more than what the memorial was. Obviously Hawaii is not a, uh, a cheap vacation by any yeah. means, but that's what she wanted. And uh, we went over in March of 2023 and you, it's easy to convince me to leave Minnesota for Hawaii in March. Right. In, I was going to say, that's kind of convenient. You're like, I just want to get out of here. Yeah. So uh, give me exa- exactly what your mother wants again with to be buried on top of her mother. Once again, this was 10 years ago. So this was still when things were a little fresh when she was meeting her biological family, she was adopted. And um, so 
I got to have a new conversation with her because I don't know if this is still a thing, but she wanted me to take her ashes and have them in an urn, obviously, and then dig a hole on top of her biological mom's grave site, which I know where it's at. Uh, It's outside of Chicago and just put her right on top and then put the grass back on top. And that is where. But the thing is, there would be no marker. But there really wouldn't be if I spread her ashes either. Did she ever get to know her biological mom very well? No, she died before she could even meet her, which is really, like I an think, odd request then, right? Is that me? I think that's the connection. I mean, I don't think anybody will ever understand until they're in that position. You were never adopted. You didn't ever not get to meet your biological parent. There's yeah. a lot of psychological uh, things that happen with that. And so when I had that conversation initially with her, I was like, yes. I will do that for you. And, and if, I would. And if you don't get a chance to talk to your mom, she dies in, uh, unfortunately, a horrible, fiery car crash oh, today. On wood. And all that's left are a pair of Crocs on the side of the road. If that's the last conversation I have You're with my mom, I got to do You're going to drive to Chicago it. with her ashes, find her mother that she never met, dig a hole on top of the grave, and bury your mother on top of her mother. Yes. You're going to do that. Step never. by step. You will never do that. I would do that. You would go, that's too much work. I'm going to fake it. You nope. would say you do. You would Photoshop in some pictures. I wouldn't. You, yes, you would. No, I would not. There's I no wouldn't. way you would do this. I know it's hard for you to wrap your mind around somebody doing the right thing, but mm. I would have to do right by my I mom. would like to know if anyone else had a parent that had an odd request at the end of their life. Heads up on this. Just that this may get to a spot where you get a little bit uncomfortable. If you wouldn't mind peeking at these text cat real quick sure. that are coming in, I, I want to get to these. The reason we started talking about this is that they launched that capsule, oh this God. rocket to the, I know, right? So I, I was thinking you might want to just pre-read it and maybe uh, just a, a heads mm-hmm. up. It's It'll get a little intense here in the next couple of minutes. But they launched this rocket to the moon carrying all sorts of DNA, like the creator of Star Trek. There's three president hair in there. And I guess it's supposed to be their last wishes or whatever the deal is. It seems really, really odd to me. So we kind of start talking about when your parents or your grandma, grandpa, or somebody else has like an odd wish towards the end of life. Like Kat's mother, the last time they had that, neither of my parents had like weird wishes. They just... They, they both believed in that there was uh, more than this life, and yeah. they were like, all right, when I check out, I'm gone. Uh, do what you got to do to make yourself happy and peace out, right? I think most of the people in my family uh, thus far want to be cremated. They don't want to be buried in like a casket. becoming so much more popular. Yeah. Uh, just be, I think it's because of the cost, and I think it's, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So uh, we know your name's not Jane, but we're going to call you that anyways because I appreciate you, you know, calling the show, and we'll respect your need to be anonymous. Uh, this was your dad had a, a weird request? Well, he didn't have a weird request, but what happened when he died and got buried ended up being super weird. Okay. okay. What happened? So they cut. They, the funeral home calls me and they're like, we have a problem. And I was like, well, probably not because he's already dead, right? <laughs> and they're like, well, they went to bury him. And we have a family plot, like a lot of family, a huge section of this cemetery. And he was going to be buried next to his wife. He already had like the big memorial fill in the date spot ready to go on the headstone. And they call and they tell me there's somebody else in his spot. And I'm like, well, who's in his spot? And they, like, they have no idea. They accidentally buried somebody else in the spot your dad was supposed to go. Yeah, and it had been there a long, long time. 
like no idea how she ended up there. And they have no and record so of who she could be. They have a female and they have a marker on it, but they have no idea who she is. My dad always kind of liked the ladies. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, well, you know, we kind of need to sort this out and should, you know, shifting. And I was like, I don't know. Can we just like drop her down a few more feet to put my dad in there too? And that is exactly what they did. No, they no, just dug a deeper grave didn't. and they stacked them? They just stacked them, just like put it down there. I mean, she didn't have like the extra, you know, like you got you had to put like a coffin and another box and everything, put it in yeah. the ground. She only had a cut. Co- the other person only had a coffin. Is there a so chance that somebody down. just buried somebody in there and nobody knew? Yes. About, like, like this is like a rogue thing. Like it was a murder. Like a the mob did it or something. No, no, no. They figured that it had been in there based on the age and the decay of the box. Yeah. They figured she'd been there. Between 70 and 80 years. Yeah, you could probably date back to how they used to do things and go, yeah, we stopped doing that yeah. protocol a long time ago and went to this. So that's so yep. he is just buried right on top of her, six feet down, she's nine. Yep. Wow. yep. And nobody and knows who she is. is sitting, and my stepmom is sitting next to him. So, like, he's with all the ladies, I guess. Jeez. Right, you're so... Uh, I hope they're all getting you're along. You're so cavalier about the way you're <laughs> describing this. This is... It's crazy. So... Oh, no, I mean, it was like, I mean, obviously heartbreaking when my dad passed, but, like, yeah. this was the least of my concerns. Right. Oh, and it offers you a little, I mean, when when a loved one dies, you look for those little moments where you can chuckle a little bit because it really, you know, kind of yeah. eases the pain. And this was obviously it, but, like, I can't believe they just dug a deeper hole. Like, to me, that's like... Maybe they were hoping you'd say that because it's a lot of work to take her up, a lot of paperwork. They got to track down the family. Yeah. Oh. So they, they waved the burial. They waved oh. the dig fee for me. Okay. So nice. you got free burial out of the deal. Nice job. Way to negotiate. I'm sure your dad appreciated like a bogo. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You're the oh, best. Thank you for the story. This is great. I hope you have a great day today. Thanks. Take care. I've ne- I have never heard of. And can you do that? Uh, like, like if you die, yeah. Can you pay to get dug down a little bit deeper so Derek's on top of you? I don't know. We're not doing that. We're we're gonna. Be I would want cremated. that. That sounds new and fresh. And you hip. are so clingy with Trisha already. I can't imagine she's gonna agree with this. You know, like she's gonna. She would disagree with it just to disagree with it. But probably. She, I think that would be cool to be buried, and I would want to be face down. On top of her. She just stare at right. her the whole time. Wow. Comfortable. That would be it. Yeah. Can can I talk quickly about Please. 0330? Yes, she said yes. my grandma wants to be buried into one of those tree pods when she dies. We've talked about that before. And that is so um, economically uh, uh, intelligent. because $12,000 is like a traditional service uh, when it comes to the coffin and everything that goes along with it. A tree pod is like... Between a thousand and three thousand dollars. It all depends on your cremation. Then you get a tree pod. Fine, you're just going to be worm food anyways, right? And that tree grows, and then you can carve your name in it. You can carve loved ones' names in it. This one I is where that. it gets a little bit heavy. I don't know if I could do this. Maggie had texted in. If my mom gets dementia or a disease, it makes it di- and if it makes it difficult to live, she wants me to drive her to Oregon so I can legally kill her. She knows no one else will do it, so she asked me. What does that say about you, that people well, know that you'll that kill you, them? That you finish the job, right? But what if your mom 
reconnected with you. And nope, I don't want to be buried on top of my mom. But listen, as the daughter I trust the most. And I am. If I get dementia, I want you to drive me to the West Coast and kill me. Would you do that for your mother? If you know somebody who's advancing their education, they're in high school right now, they're in college, they're in trade school, whatever, as long as they're going to some kind of an educational facility, we can give them $2,500. Find out how when you text the word CHANGE to 251-1047. Do that right now as we get you back into the podcast. You and I have both been married. This will be my 25th anniversary in May. Wow. She's so lucky. What do you get for 25 did we look it up already? So you were prepared know. and then we forgot already? Probably. It was a long time ago. But you've been married. Uh, 50, 50, will this be 15 for you guys? Um, This will be 14. 14? This will be 13. 13. You don't know. That's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, we always wait for our loved ones to tell us. Collectively, we've been married for 40 years, though, almost, which is oh. kind of bananas to say. So when it comes to when we talk on the show about these dating apps and stuff like that, We've never, I've never used a dating app. You've never used a dating app. But yesterday was apparently the busiest day for these apps. Whichever one you're on, it saw the most traffic. Okay. There are some dating apps that I didn't know existed. And based on the name of the app, what am I supposed to get her? Silver. Get her a silver ring. I can get her that. Give her a a silver bullet with your blood in it. Jesus. Like a necklace. Just an idea. Psycho. You don't have to take my idea. Um, so I'm going to give you the name of the app. You've got to tell me the app is designed for. Okay. For like which type of person, what kind of a human being. So like farmers only is designed for. For farmers. How about the one that is called, and I'm going to spell it for you because I don't know how to say it. B-R-I-S-T-L-R. Bristler. Bristler. Bristler is the dating app B-R-I-S. made for which kind of human? Sailors. People in Alaska. Bearded men have their own beard. So if you're really into dudes that got beards. Which we are. You want to look at Bristler, B-R-I-S-T-L-R. That's the app for bearded men. How about the app? It's F-E-E-L-D. Would that be Field? F-E-E-L-D. It's an app for who? Play the field. Um, oh my god! Is did I get it right? Play the field would mean you are looking for not a serious relationship. Threesomes. Whoa! If you really, really want to incorporate two others in your relationship, you go on the field app. F e e l d. Okay. All right. This one should be pretty easy. If you find yourself cat navigating for love on this app, you would be looking for whom? It's the Sizzle app, S-I-Z-Z-L. Um, What's I, sizzles in your life? Uh, bacon. People that love bacon, yes. <laughs> um, found which site I will be going on. Which one? If I ever, that one. The bacon one. Yes. Gotcha. If you find somebody that has all of the same food loves that you have, like a foodie, goes a long that way. brings people together. How about the wingman app, Kat? These are people who want what kind of... Specific lifestyle. Is it to find a, a wingman? Wingman. Is no, it for no, you it doesn't have, no, 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 no. It's not like uh, to help you date or anything like and that. Chicken wings. Uh, no, that's what I would have thought at first, too. But it's for people that want to join the Mile High Club. 
You can go, oh, you I can get go it. on this app and tell them which flight you're on. Yeah. And if you're single and looking to get down, you can hook up with a random stranger 30,000 feet above the planet. I bet if you look at the profiles, they're all like string beans. Because like well, you people be, my yeah. stature cannot, I can barely go in there by myself and get stuff done. You, so. you, you know about the J-Date app, right? No. That's for Jewish people. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, I did hear And about that. here is the one that neither of us will ever, ever, ever be allowed to join, Kat. It's the L-U-X-Y app. That's Luxie. L- okay. Luxie app. If you had to take a guess, the Luxie app is for what kind of people? Um, L-U-X-I? L-U-X-Y. L-U-X-Y. You're trying to Google it? Um, I would say people that love luxury. Yeah. Like, don't want to the hide top anything. Like this 1% is- income in yeah. the planet, on the planet, are allowed to join the Luxie app. You know, that's kind of like, it's like Raya. <laughs> Raya is where it's like celebrities, people of certain stature, only they'll do a background check and then you're allowed to be on it. This one is so. cold, by the way. What? It's the Can Do Better app. Where users vote, you put up, so like you would put a picture of you and Derek. Who can do better? And they vote <laughs> on which person could do better in the relationship. That is so mean. Who would it be? You or Derek? Who could do better? I think we're pretty parallel. No, you got to pick one. He could do better. I'll just say that. I agree with that. Uh, <laughs> well, I would say my wife could do so much better Absolutely. too. Absolutely. But if you're looking for love in a new place, that could be it. Here we are. <laughs> With our friend Josh. Josh, the first thing you're going to start buying when you win the $1,000 on the radio right now. Uh, um, he wasn't prepared for that question. That's good because normally I have. I don't know. Thing. It'd be a great way to start the week off, though. But You got to have something that's like, I, I know everyone's got bills. I get that. But like, there's got to be something uh-huh. fun that you want to spend part of your $1,000 on. Maybe go buy a bunch of Stanleys and sell them for four <laughs> times what they're worth. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell he's market. thought about that, right? He's thought about upselling Stanleys on the black market. So. Well, entrepreneur. Uh, the game exactly what I thought about. Is the uh, it's our Monday wordplay, and it's a pretty simple concept. You're either going to choose to play with Cat or myself. So first things first, who do you think you kind of side with more during the show, and who you think you'll have more similar thoughts with? 110% JJ. Okay, so uh, that means right. I go oh, gross. Uh, so I'm going to set Kat up with you here, and it's a pretty simple concept. What she will do is one by one, she will give you five words. You just give us the first word that comes to mind when you hear those words, and hopefully when I come back, I'll match up with you for $1,000. Good luck, and I leave it to Let's do it. You guys. Yeah, we'll see how your boy does for you, all right? You know, if he doesn't match up, it's his fault. So you don't get the thousand. Agreed. Right. Got the clock ready. He's trying to distract me out there. All right. Got the clock ready. He is out in the hallway. I'm going to give you the first word. You tell me the first word that comes to your mind. Okay. 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 Here we go. Chips. Potato. Jeans. Levi's. Leo. Cat. Cat, like Leo the cat. Like, Leo the lion. Can you can you lion? Yeah, sure. Okay, banana. Ripe. Okay, and last one, Chevy. He's trying to Truck. read my mouth, so I'm gonna go like this. Truck, you said? Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. I wish you nothing but the best of luck. I truly do. I'd love to give this away. But tomorrow I get 
the bigger jackpot if somebody chooses me, which is two thousand. So today a thousand. Let's go, Josh. You ready, man? Oh, let's you look do it. so oh. optimistic. You guys are adorable. Are we gonna we're gonna do well? Where his answers? <laughs> Oh, she's got that I think look. You're fine. She's got I the think look that you just dropped the ball <laughs> bad, man. Was this not good for us? No, I think I think you'll be okay. There's a couple of hard words in there. All right, I am prepared. Let's go for one thousand dollars. The Monday wordplay. First word: Chevy. Truck. Yes. Okay. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, Good buddy. Start. I'm feeling you, Josh. I'm feeling you. One thousand dollars. Me and you. Jeans. Come on. Jeans. Denim. Dang okay. it. No, uh, no. He no. said Levi. Oh, that was a good answer. How that many ta- good- times have I talked about me being Levi Strauss? What were the other ones? I'm sorry, Chips. Josh. What? Chips. <laughs> I thought I heard something else there. No. Chips. Potato. He said that. Yes. Uh-huh. Leo. Like L E O? Yeah. Lion. Damn. That's oh, oh, we had it. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I, see, I would say DiCaprio. Oh. So you uh, can go wherever you want with Leo. Yeah. Uh, what was the last one? Banana. Split. He said ripe. Oh. Bingo. How far? Last week, someone lost an eye at Bingo. Bingo. Bingo, what Bingo? Bingo. Bingo. All right, so it's time for Listener Bingo, and here's how this works. As the phones get put on hold, you can't call yet. You have to hear both of our pleas. This morning, Kat is going to be looking for somebody listening who... Who lets their kids eat while you shop, and then you pay at the end. This British mom got scolded by a cashier here. She literally gave me the most disgusted look, didn't say a word, scanned them, threw them in the bin. And I said to her, look, I'm, I'm really sorry. I haven't meant to, co- to upset you or put you out. And she went, oh, I just think, I just don't think it's right that people let their kids eat stuff from the f- food shop on the way around the shop. Just huffed, huffed at me, at which point I ended up in tears. Cat almost lost her job because she did this. Okay, that was me eating it, but I always used to do that. When Liam was like two, three, four years old, I'd get him like one of those hummus cups, and I'm like, whatever, go to town, and then they're preoccupied, and you can do your shopping. But you hadn't paid for it, so it's again, you're stealing yet again. But then I saved the PCU code. We scanned it at the end, and I paid for it. I never stole anything. I never threw out anything. I don't go to the car dealership and just drive that car to work and then go back the next day and say, hey, I'm going to buy this car. Super weird comparison. It's still stealing because you're taking something (laughs) that's not yours. It's absolutely shoplifting. It ended up going in my child's body, and and I paid for it. What what if all of your credit cards would have gotten declined, and then what do you do? Then Your kid already ate it, and... Then I would have left him there. Mine is anyone listening who is going to be starting a new job this week. Like everybody's got these new things for the new year, right? But you're starting a new job. And it just kind of overwhelmed me as I was like winding down last night. My wife and I were just kind of sitting there talking. I had been scrolling through uh, Instagram and Facebook. And I have all of these acquaintances that are starting new, not jobs, but careers this week. And I'm like, oh, to start a new career in your 30s or your 40s is like, that's ballsy. You know what I'd be afraid of is going to work and then the wrong people glob onto you and then you're instantly linked to them. Mm. You know what I mean? Like uh, there might be some people around here that quickly grab new people. Fresh starts are either a super exciting yeah. or 
overwhelmingly scary scary for you. So, Stacy, who gets the bingo, cat or myself? Cat does. All right. So you yes. will willingly walk into a grocery <laughs> store, give your child food you haven't paid for, let them consume it, and then on the honor system pay for it later? Yes, absolutely. How do you sleep at night? And they're not whining about... They don't whine about being hungry, and they have a little snack, and I sleep just fine. I think the question should be who doesn't do this. I mean, everybody, you're kind of stupid if you don't. You know who used to do this? Mm-hmm. Mussolini with and his then kids. then he paid. Then he it, paid for his snacks. Like, evil dictators across the planet for centuries have walked into grocery stores with their kids, let them eat something without paying for it, and then paid for it at the register. Do they give you, like, a weird look when you say, hey, my kid ate uh, no, all of this? No, they don't. No. No. They say, they oh, don't. no worries. And then you say, can you please dispose of that in your trash can down there? They I think this is, yes. how, this is how you yep. raise a future prisoner, I think, is by letting them eat food that's <laughs> not. not theirs. If you scold people for doing this, then they'll just hide it. Then they'll just throw it away in a trash can throughout the store. And you don't want that. You want people to be honest. Here, I consumed it or I wanted to shut my kid up. So I gave him a Nutella stick treat. And here's the here's the next thing, thing you know, cocaine. You love his cut twos. They're it's so dramatic. The same thing. It's cut literally two the salts. same thing. All right. And, and how and how many kids do you have? And have you been doing this with all of them? I have four kids, and yes, they all do. My God, I love it. Right. Four you, kids. You, I you know kinda, what you're doing. I could kind of like lean that way. You're like, you got four kids. Of course, you want to feed them while you're grocery shopping. So I get it. All right. Cat gets the bingo this morning. Stacy, thanks for being on the show. You're the best. I hope you have a great morning. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from five thirty to nine on one zero four seven KCLD. Now share this with a friend.